in our business. Um, when I think about safety professionals, I always like to highlight who, who, is, who, who are those people. I think they're mothers, fathers, law enforcement, firemen, um, people behind the scenes, like people who sell PPE. Uh, they're a piece of us. Um, and then the connection um, with the foreman, superintendent, nurses, you know, all these people that have to take care of somebody when it comes to their lives, right? And I think we work is a big part of our day. Um, so when you talk about eight, 10, sometimes 12 hours, you only have 12 more hours left. You have to sleep, you have your family, you gotta eat. It's, it's very hard, Perry, um, in what we do um, to come to work with too much on our mind. Um, I guess what I want to ask you, how is it that when you, you know, what does your day, how does your day start out? Do you, you take a breather in the morning? Um, I know you're a Christian. Um, I don't know if you read your word in the morning. I know I do. Um, but you know, what do you do to get your day started off so that you're prepared to serve people? Mm. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, first thing I do when I get up is, is I do have the, the daily verse that comes up on my, my Bible app, that version app. And it is something that I, I do every morning. I want to make sure that that's how I start my day and, and a little bit of prayer and just, uh, yeah, get, get going on my day, uh, starting with that. So yeah, I am a, a Christian and I'm, I'm very proud to be serving, uh, you know, an amazing God. And, and, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's an important part of my day because it, it does, it starts it out in, in such a, uh, important way that, uh, yeah, nothing goes first. That's it. That's the first thing that wow. happens in the morning for me. Super, super, super um, important. Um, this was the, the attractive thing that I think when, when, when me and Perry first met, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, um, the, the spirit, when they, when, they, when they hit each other, it's, it's a feeling, man. And it's, it's a genuine feeling. And um, there's really nothing we can do about it. But when it's living in somebody, that's so important. Um, it's because it's it's nothing fake, you know. You have really have no control over it when it comes out. So when they when they meet up, it's 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 something nice. So really, really again, uh, glad to have you. Um, I know you said you're married. You got a family, mm -hmm. some kids. Tell us about that. Yeah, my wife Stephanie. We've been married. Let's see, coming up on 19 years, and uh, wow. we've known each other since '98. Uh, when we started going to college together and then yeah we we after college we uh, started dating and and then uh, got married in, in 2004 and uh, we didn't have kids for eight years so we now have two girls uh, Zora is 12 uh, or sorry she's 11 and uh, so it seems like she's going on 20. Uh, <laughs> I, know, I know that feeling. <laughs> and then Hazel is eight years old. She's actually turning nine here in October. Wow. Yeah, these girls are, are amazing. So uh, one one quick thing I want to share, that this is something that we, you and I haven't talked about, but just something real cool that we're doing, is I like to do date night or date day with okay. one of my daughters. Okay. And well, the way we make it work is the first... Saturday of each month is my wife. We go on a date, and then the second Saturday of the month is my oldest daughter Zora, 
and then the third Saturday is my youngest daughter Hazel, and then the fourth Saturday is family day night or day day, whatever we decide to do, and then uh, on the fifth Saturday, if there is a fifth Saturday, that's my day. <laughs> I get to do what I want. So you know, video games, right? Whatever, whatever I decide to do is uh, something I get to do on the on the fifth, which is usually you know two or three times a year at most but uh, it's a fun thing we've been doing for a few years now and it's a way for me to, to be able to get uh, you know a little closer to my daughters um, you know each separately and be able to have that that special time with, you, with each wow. one of them so it's, uh, it's a fun thing I get to do there with my wow. daughters. Wow you, you just gave us some some strategies here you know sometimes <laughs> you know I've been married for 23 um, and well, tell her congrats. <laughs> because, you know, my first five years was, was, you know, because of me, you know, was rough, man. And I'm, I'm uh, sad to say that, but it, it is what it is, man. It, it definitely, uh, we've, we've grown. Um, but what you talk about, um, you know, really mixing it up in, in, in your, your, your life. Because at the end of the day, we, we come to work, we go home. They see us less than our work does. And we got to really be, what do you want to say? Um, uh, you you got to make sure you make time for the family, however it is that you do. I really like what you you had. You you separate that, that relationship um, and you spend that time. But when I think when the kids and the wife are made important, those extra four hours that you may not be there, it doesn't even matter because they know that when their time is up, dad, husband is dedicated to me and they're making sure they're making time for me. Um, so I really think that's important because all the way from the craft on up, we work major hours, mm -hmm. especially during the summer. And sometimes it, it, it can create uh, relationship issues, whether it's with the kids, the wife, or whatever it may be. So, what you just what you just hit on is like these are the things that we we need to give the people that we call our brothers and sisters, these safety professionals. That you there's nuggets that I hope that we can get out of this podcast, mm -hmm. right? And it doesn't always have to be something um, that's breaking down a cut or whatever. It's these other things that I don't know if we talk enough about them. And it's also these things that cause these. These, these, this new mental thing, this new mental health and wealth and, you know, all these things. So I'm really glad that you brought that up about your family and how you, uh, you make sure you um, uh, are deliberate with making time for them. Mm -hmm. Awesome. The other thing I want to talk about is, so you, you came up with a, a, a great idea, a great um, move for empowerment because like we were talking earlier last year double the year before which was 2021 in um, deaths and I would if I can't remember three or four of those were here that was a lot in, in Colorado you know um, and he's and, you know and I'm glad OSHA I'm glad the government um, is sort of picking up on the responsibility and the accountability of frontline supervisors, owners, 
and people that are watching this very thing happen. And I think it's so important, you, me, everybody out there watching that we have to begin to make sure that when there's an accident happening, people are standing around watching it, they are just as accountable. And how do we motivate and empower them to speak up before and not after? Do you run into seeing when you come to the incident, you find out that like three or four guys might, might have seen something and, and it's like they're really not involved, but they are because we always talk about you have the right to say no or stop work or this responsibility that we really want our people to have. Right. If you see something, say something. Right. Yeah, that, that culture that really takes time for an organization to really instill that in their people. It's not going to happen overnight. And that's part of what our job is in safety is to help really change that mentality or, you know, look at these guys and, and show them the importance of a life and, and really show them what that risk is on that, on that, um, you know, for that job that they're doing that they could get hurt or they could get killed and really understand that not having that, that risk tolerance. Right. You know, when we talk about risk tolerance, um, it's, uh, some people don't understand that a lot, you know, what, what that is. Um, some of it's, you know, part of how we were brought up, what we do, what we're into. Um, it's really, <clears throat> what, I, what I find for my, 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 myself is that when you got a guy with, with a high risk tolerance, my, I guess my strategy is to teach the foreman or the superintendent to recognize that. Some of the things that, that I recognize that may be simple stuff, but it's like when you see a guy continually walk over a hazard, it's gonna become a problem at, at, at one point. Sometimes I think that, I used to be that, that foreman, that superintendent, you get so overwhelmed with, with what is the priority. I just had that one day say that, at the end of the day, I'm working for a company who believes in safety. So I need to be, I need to have that first in mind. And plus, that's my job, right? So really trying to, like you said, just trying to reach out, it, 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 it really does. It's sometimes it's frustrating. Um, it's nice to see progress. Um, but man, you're right, man. That, that culture thing really, it, it really takes time. And you, you, you gotta do the right things. And if, if anything goes wrong, it sets you back very quickly whether you've been working on this thing for months, years, and if, if one of them don't trust you, man, it, 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 it falls out um, off the, it falls off and then you got to pick it back up to, to, to try to, to try to run that through. Mm -hmm. So going back to this thinking inside the box, I was, I was thinking about this last night and you know, it's, it's crazy that thinking inside the box and thinking outside the box, right? <laughs> There's these two sayings that we were brought up with, and I was really thinking deep on this. And what I was thinking was, it's, it, it's like us as safety professionals and anybody who's dealing with the plan of work, we sort of really have to be thinking outside the box prior to them getting in the box. Right. Because I think that if we can keep them thinking inside the box, 
we take the constraints that actually make you think outside of the box, which we don't want them to do. Mm -hmm. So I, I really, I, I guess, you know, going into, going into this whole thing, did you ever really think that, that thinking inside the box had a constraint to you? Mm, that's a great question. Because when you, I didn't mean to cut you off, but when, you, when you're constrained or you're put into a place where you need to think about some options, now you're going to innovate. The problem with that innovation is, is it the right innovation, right? Because our people, we know they're, they're a get it done type of mentality, shall we say, right? They're creative. Create, very creative. But we need to make sure that they think inside the box, call us, involve some people to make sure that's the right thing to do than to be um, spontaneous on being creative because sometimes that creativity might have been okay, but some, some corners weren't covered. So when you were thinking about this, did that ever come to mind? Yeah, the, the double meaning with think inside the box, I mean the obvious think inside the trench box and think inside a safety device that's intended to protect an employee. And it could be a shoring system, but the original intent was a trench box because that's the most common device, the, the, the easiest device to get our hands on in our world. But it's also the concept of thinking inside the box. We don't have to think outside the box. We don't have to think about new creative ideas. This system that's been installed over and over and over works. So use what works. Think inside the box because it works, because this system has already been designed by an engineer. It's already something that can work and will work if it's used. So that's the important aspect of think inside the box is that double meaning and how important it is to utilize a system that works. Wow, that's that's powerful. So when when this actually started, um, I was I was in a situation where um, come up on a come up on a scene and guys were in the box, but there were some things that were going on outside about a foot and a half outside, right? And when you you know when you look outside the box and you look at the edges, you could tell you know they're they're not very stable. So the innovation of the, of the uh, foreman, he stayed inside the box. What he did was, is he put marks inside the trench box so that guys knew that I don't want you to go past this line. Mm. And man, it, it, it made a, a very, very big difference because guys felt that, okay, maybe I got my legs in and I'm just gonna just, just creep just a little bit, you know? Uh, but this here, uh, it, 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 it created a boundary is what it did. And um, they were able to, to, to grasp it and, and utilize it throughout the rest of the project. And like you said, staying inside that box, it works, mm -hmm. you know? I just gotta tweak something, you, because you think that just, because you're here, okay, well, I'm gonna take a foot away from you, okay? I'm gonna take a foot away from you, don't let me catch you going past here, and I'm gonna keep you accountable to that. Well, and that's that's normalizing what is what is actually the compliance level. Whereas what typically happens on the job site is they're normalizing a little bit of deviance, right? Normalization of deviance, right? And a little bit of change over time turns into large changes where people could get hurt. Right. You know, like an example would be well, they they left that trench box off the floor. 
Uh, maybe at first it's at two feet because that's what the rule is, but then all oh, they're they're tweaking it up to two and a half feet, uh, two you know maybe up to three feet at times, and 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 before you know it, each each time it gets higher and higher, and then then all of a sudden you're at four foot of exposure, and now it's really dangerous. Right. And now you have to try to communicate to the team like guys that that that's not the way we do things. So it takes a lot of times some time for that type of deviance to start adding up to being something very dangerous. Whereas, you know, that, that risk tolerance is allowing that deviance and allowing that normalization of that new standard, that new uh, system that they're getting used to over time because they've seen that positive reinforcement of negative behaviors and those continue to change their normal. And their normal is now getting more and more dangerous as they go, but they don't realize it because they're tolerant to that risk. Right. Wow. I think that's where the care factor comes in, you know, because most of the time when you go to the job, you always got those ones, right? They want to talk. They want to do the right thing. They want to make sure, but they don't, they're not ready to speak up yet, but they're bringing up some things that, like you said, can materialize into a big situation. And my brother always says that nobody cares about what you have to say until you show how much you care. Mm -hmm. And creating that relationship as a safety professional is so important because now you have another eye that is helping you make the environment, the company, the culture, a little more safer, a little better. And now you're gaining ground through the relationship. And how, do, how is it that over time you've gained the relationships that you're gaining? Because I, I, think, I think that care factor in that relationship is very key to our, our, our system because you and me know, both know that we can't be everywhere at, at, at the same time. Right. Really good point and relationships are so key and it takes a lot of time and a lot of effort to work on those relationships and you, you get to know them you get to know their you know their family and and you get to know some of their ticks you know what are some of the things that make them tick you know uh, it could be something as simple as this guy likes that special safety glass that you know and you, you're able to remember that and and take care of these guys in a special way and and if they ask for something, then you follow through. So you create trust and that relationship then starts to grow over time. So such an important part of our job is to build trust trust, and really take care of these people because they are people. They, are, uh, they, they have families, they have a, a livelihood. And we show that we, we care, we truly care about them because of all these things that we do to show that we care. Very, very uh, important, Perry. Uh, very important. There, I always say relationships are worth more money than you can ever imagine. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's really helped me. I think another thing that helped me personally, um, too, is, you know, you don't know everything out there, right? When you start asking the craft of, you know, Hey, how did you do that? Like, you know, and, and being interested in exactly what they're doing, yeah. um, it helps out every every once in a while. Um, you know, getting involved just for a little bit, maybe help the guys and 
Um, and like you said, really trying to find out who's who, what's what, what do you like, what does he like, because that's 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 the conversation they need. I, I don't, I'm, I'm a believer that every time I come on site, I don't need to be talking about safety, mm-hmm. you know, um, because and, and the reason why I say that, I say that to to, to say that sometimes you got to make people, you got to let people know they're they're important. You know, um, and I, if I can let you know you're important, safety will sneak its way in on you uh, because you're going to start caring about yourself. You're going to start caring about what I think about you and you're going to start caring about what other people think or are, are thinking about you. And it's going to help guide you um, um, into um, a certain way um, when when it comes to being able to execute um, when the light isn't shining on you. And that's where we gotta get to is like when somebody is doing the right things in dark places. Mm.